Hey, John is with the Customer Factory here, and I'm doing a series of videos uh, every day right now on how you can have the best 2021 ever. Actually, sorry, the best year in 2021. Uh, we just both, we all had kind of a, a really goofball of a year last year, so I want to help us move past that very cleanly and quickly. And so I'm going to bring you as many uh, good tips and things that I see. I remember I deal with literally hundreds of million dollar practices. Um, so I get a lot of tips and I see what's going on and I want to use this as a pollination point by which to help you uh, figure out what your strategy, you got to chart your own strategy uh, through 2021 and beyond. And I would like for that to be one of growth and success and thriving and doing well. What do you say? So if you're into that, let's go ahead and get started. The first thing I want to, uh, the first tip I have is one of my favorites. Uh, I do this around my own company, but that's adding new services. Now this is tricky because you want to add a new service. Um, I, I, Okay, it's good in that the way you can sell the same new service to people who already know, love, and trust you. You can handle a different complaint, a different problem that they have, something else that you can help the existing uh, people who, who already have their attention with, and also reach out to a whole new different type of people that you have not been bringing into the, into the office uh, for whatever problem you want to solve there, right? So it's like a, a double-headed positive. You can sell more to the existing people and help them more, and you can actually reach out to people who wouldn't otherwise come in and see you, and then maybe we can even cross-sell them other things that you do, that, you know, help them with whatever situations they have, because very rarely does somebody have one health situation, right? Okay, so that's the first thing, is that new service thing. Now, the tricky part of this is finding something that, that fits, right? You can't have something that's completely off-mission for what it is you do in your purpose. Do not bring in a new service just because you think it's going to make you some money. I have seen that kind of thing fail over and over and over again. Even was a great service and a great practice. You bring in, um, okay, an example I've seen, I've mentioned this in the past videos, a great regenerative medicine practice brought in a completely aesthetics kind of skin handling thing. It wasn't about health. It was about looking better, about aesthetics. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, that was that caused kind of a mishmash inside the practice because one side was all about health and wellness and and making you you know the best healthy version of you right achieving wellness and the other side was looking better looking better at that party being great on the beach whatever right and those you could almost see the people sitting differently in the waiting room one group would sit over here one was over there they didn't cross over very well and it actually kind of messed up the kind of mission statement kind of mission headspace of the practice a little bit because they got all dispersed so do not pick a practice pick a service just because you think oh this will make me some money uh, i did a i did a video very recently on the on the scale of motivation how the highest motivation there is 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 duty right and and so forth and the lowest motivation is money and so it doesn't mean you can't be successful. A lot of people chase those dollars and they find, seem to catch those dollars. But I don't know about you, I would rather work and be part of an organization which is working on a duty or a higher purpose than just a money-motivated one. You'll also find the type of staff you attract is way different when you're working on the higher purpose than when you're working on just a money-motivated purpose, right? I mean, you want money-motivated employees or you want duty-motivated employees? Enough said. Okay, so so on that service, now I have worked out there's sort of, okay, how do you pick what service to do? Because there's a lot of stuff, a lot of people pitching stuff. Every time you go to a convention, there's like 9 million guys who tell you this is the next big machine, this machine is the next big it thing, and this, that, that. And some guy's always making a billion dollars a week in his practice from using this machine, and you don't know what's true and what's not true. And so uh, I would actually ask you, ask the people who already, who are a little bit more successful than you. Ask the guys who you know and like, the people you actually respect, know and like, who are bigger than you, not the same size or smaller, who are doing better than you, ask them about new services. Ask them. See what they're into. What are they looking at? 
Go after those. That's probably the best thing. I mean, you want to build the kind of practice that you want to go and show up to every day and be happy and proud of. Well, but make sure you talk to the people that you like about what it is they're doing. Okay. So when you sort of identified something, I uh, worked up, you know, like a Venn diagram, you should probably do like a little Venn diagram. Here's the Venn diagram, V-E-N-N. -N. I love this from school, right? Because it was a real easy chapter in math to learn about Venn diagrams and statistics, right? Super easy chapter. So you got the, you want to find a service. Now, from a marketing point of view, this is the Venn diagram. You want to find a service that, that there's enough complaint for in the marketplace. Like you don't want just something that cures like, uh, you know, toe fungus on left-handed Hawaiians, right? That, that, there's not enough people in there to make that viable. You want to find a complaint that people actually respond to, right? Like we know they'll respond to knee pain, sciatica, things which hurt. People respond to things which hurt or things which have immediate effects on their abilities, the ability to see or to function or or fatigue or irritable bowel syndrome. Man, hey man, you got IBS, man, you you're, you're definitely motivated for care. So you want to find an area of service which has enough people, has enough high enough motivation for care, right? That's not too hard to find because you know when you have something wrong with you, that's kind of what your attention gets focused on. The second one is you want to find something that you can deliver well. It's like something you can actually, within your own capabilities, you can learn to become an expert at and or bring in some help or go get a consultant or get somebody, uh, to, you know, some CE that'll help you learn how to deliver that to an expert level. I mean, you always start in the beginning. And by the way, don't think you have to be perfect at this. Remember, it's the practice of medicine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, just, you know, don't stop because you're not perfect, right? What perfect is the enemy of good. If you can do some good for somebody with a service, just because it's not the perfect, perfect version of it every time, do the good for the person. Do the good for them. It's better that you bring in somebody and get them a half result than they got no result at all, right? I mean, maybe that's just, maybe maybe you'll disagree with that philosophy. I don't know. But I happen to think that that if you can help somebody, even if you don't withhold your help just because you're a little too scared of, gee, I'm not sure if I can get that to work out. I'm not sure if I can, you know, like, well, no, learn how to do it, get mentored, be responsible for it, but then go forth and do good for people, even if it's not perfect, because the good you do is still better than the note than the good that was never delivered. You understand? Okay, I think I made that point there. It's like a little philosophy there. All right, so you got something that something that has enough complaint to it, something you can deliver. Ooh, I'm doing the wax on, wax off thing from uh, from uh, Karate Kid. Okay, and the last one is something you get paid for. Okay, so every rule, every state is different. What will, what will insurance pay for? What are you going to do for cash? Uh, and God love you. Guys, if you can charge for cash services, you'll, you can have almost any service you want, right? Uh, the practice doesn't really do well. The guys who have invested enough in themselves, by the way, have learned how to close and how to look a patient in the eye and, and, and educate them to the point that the person signs up, right? They actually learned how to generate that care enough for the person. They really get them to sign up. They can sell cash services. So that, that's, that gives you the widest possible range of services you can deliver. Uh, coming down from there, you have to look at okay. Well, what does the what does if you're a Medicare Medicaid client, uh, Medicare Medicaid office, that kind of thing? What will they pay for? What's the reimbursements? What's the reimbursement rate? Blah blah blah. Um, you know, again, talk to friends and, and mentors about that. Uh, or or what is something that you feel so strongly about that you know you could definitely uh, educate people and get them to accept care on, right? So once you've got something that fits inside all three of those circles, right? Then do the work. You're going to have to do the work and learn how to deliver it. Right. As soon as you figure out how to deliver it, then your next problem is how do I get people in here for it? Right. Obviously, that's where good marketing comes from. Ta-da! You see the logo behind me. That's what we do. So when you got a complaint that people want to show up for, so say I got I got I got my new fatigue functional medicine program working just great. Great. Give us a call, and we will actually figure out how to get bodies in there who have that problem. Get them attracting the people who have that issue, who are able to pay you, uh, so that you can then help them with that new service. If you just stack a new service every, even a new one every six months, even once a year, if you just add little bits to your practice over time, you will have a massive practice. Believe me, we do marketing for large practices, and the ones who have very narrow scopes 
right? Uh, well, they have a very narrow scope on geography or a very narrow narrow scope on um, on the what serve, what complaints they handle, right? They have a very narrow marketing scope. The wider you are, the better. Now, don't 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 go too wide because you can't you don't want to be jack of all trades, master of none. So become a master of what you do. Master something over time, and in two, three, four, five years, you will have this massive repertoire of people you can help. Uh, so you, maybe there's you know half the people in your town you could help, right? Well, that'd be really cool. That's actually very easy to mark for market for. I'll tell you, I love it when a client says, "Oh yes, we have all these modalities. We have a laser, we have injections, we have decompression, we have other." Like, oh god, we are gonna be best friends. <laughs> when I see a, a, a prospect come on our uh, come to us for for service like that, I go, "Okay, yeah, you do a lot of the modalities. Some are cash. Oh yeah, we're." Gonna be just great because we're good at taking taking uh you know good making them great right that's our 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 uh as as what we do for marketing wise we can take a, a good practice and make it great uh struggling to good eh, we can do that but i really love when we take good to great anyhow enough about that so you know go forth figure out what services you want to deliver this year figure out how it is you want to change people's lives and improve them what do you feel good about doing yourself and don't now watch out don't get scared. Watch it. You will get scared. There will be some bad times when you put a new service in. I've never seen anybody put a new service in and went in perfect. Forget what propaganda they tell you to the contrary. It always starts as neat and interesting, and then it goes through a little part where it sucks. And like, oh, that didn't happen before. They didn't mention that in the book. That's not in the brochure. Oh, crap, what I do, right? And then you get through those problems, and next thing it goes to a nice, smooth operation after that. you got to be have the fortitude, the personal fortitude to push through the crappy part to actually get to the good part, right? No one ever starts out up here on it. You always start out down here on it and muddle your way through. It's kind of mediocre. It gets better. It gets better. It gets better. And then finally, it's like, oh, how was this ever a problem, right? But you got to have the personal fortitude. Don't just quit when it gets hard. Um, that's why guys stay small. Anyway, enough of that preaching. Uh, I will see you. <laughs> I will, look, I will see you in the next video. Uh, I'm going to come up with as many of these tips as I can to help you out. I want you guys to have a killer 2021. Take care.